Welcome to the War On Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron C. Rhodes. This podcast was started to act as a bridge to my War On book series that discusses how traditional way of life is under scrutiny in the United States of America by the far-left socialist progressive movement. The first book in this series was War on America and was released in 2020. Every episode of this podcast will look into how faith, family, freedom, and the American way of life are being affected by the socialist progressive movement spreading through the United States, primarily by using the Democrat Party to do so. The War on podcast will discuss the negative impact to the nation by this far-left movement and, more importantly, propose what we can do to defeat this movement. Before we start our episode, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Welcome back. This week we're going to be finishing up our series that I'm calling The Silent Scene. This is part four. This will deal with how the authoritarian socialists running the Democratic Party are trying to stop multi-party politics. And that is part of what they're trying to do to take total control of the upper levels of government here in the United States. The previous ones, to recap, what we talked about was they want to stop the freedom of expression, they want to stop the freedom of assembly, eliminate habeas corpus, and, as we're going to discuss today, stop multi-party politics. How the Democrat Party is trying to do that largely became an issue two ways. First off, from the protest at the Capitol building when you had people there that were part of the MAGA march or there just because of the spectacle ended up going into the Capitol building. Because of that, all Republicans by some Democrats and and the majority of the media were labeled as insurrectionist and people that needed to be done away with, including the entire party. The second one was with voter issues across the United States where the big divide gap is that the Republicans want voter ID laws, voter registration laws tightened up, and in-person voting where, as the Democrats want to allow it to be voted by mail, they don't want to require voter ID, and even in some cases will let illegal aliens and convicted felons vote. So the problem with one side is with the Republicans with what they do. The Democrats say they're trying to suppress a voter turnout. The Democrats on their side, the Republicans say they're just trying to get as many votes in as possible, including illegal votes, to help their candidates win. And as socialism has proven throughout history, they use democratic means to gain control and then they implement their socialist ideas and that's what I believe this authoritarian socialism group is doing and that's why they're pushing back against the Republican Party wanting voter ID and wanting you to be registered to vote in a timely manner and not doing mail-in votes which is historically you have a high risk of fraud for that and despite what the mainstream media says it is a fact that 
male, male voting does have a higher rate of, of fraud involved. So since the Republicans are for that, now they're being labeled as we're seeing in Georgia right now. They're being labeled racist or homophobic or whatnot to try to label that Republican Party in Georgia and as general as the GOP in the United States as racist so that party can be canceled, as we talked about before on this podcast. And what are some facts from as far as where this stock is going today with how they're trying to stop multi-party politics. And first, a recent statement by President Joe Biden on March 26, 2021, when he was asked about potential candidates he may be running against then. His statement was, I have no idea if there will be a Republican Party in 2024. And some may say that he was talking about the debate going on in the Republican Party now, if you're going to have the Donald Trump wing run it or if you're going to have a more conservative group run it. I think that Joe Biden is struggling right now just to get by. And when he comes out with a statement like that, I firmly believe that he believes that and has been told that. And I know that that's what they're hopeful for. They can eliminate the Republican Party, then the Democrat Party can take control of all federal positions and then impose their will on the states. Next, uh, March 3rd, 2021, the House of Representatives, with a 10-vote majority, which is one of the smallest in U.S. history, passed the H.R. 1 Voting Rights Bill. Three things in this bill you need to understand. And first off is that it wouldn't allow felons to vote. And this is felons who have completed their sentence and they are out of uh, jail and everything's done. Second was automatic voter registration. That means whoever the states and by the states with the federal government, this is a move by the federal government to try to take control of the voting process. And they will determine who is automatically registered to vote, meaning what we just talked about earlier was illegal aliens. That's right. People that are not citizens of our country getting to vote which the audacity of the Democrat Party to think that that's okay is like us going to France or Germany and demanding to vote even though we're not citizens if you're citizens of the United States. It's very common sense when you take yourself out of the context of of political parties to see what's right or wrong. And then thirdly and the most importantly is to eliminate state voter ID laws. For example, where I live in the state of Texas, you have to have a state ID to vote or at least a voter registration card. They're trying to, with the HR1 bill, have federal laws uh, mandate to override that so that these people that show up, if they don't have that ID, they just sign a sworn affidavit stating they, who are, they are who they say they are. And that is the potential for massive fraud and also the potential to allow the Democrat Party to stay in char- gain control and stay in charge for good. Um, that's why that bill is so bad. And um, that's going to have to be a big reason why hopefully the H.R. 1 bill doesn't pass as we're still seeing the negative implications from losing the two Senate seats in the state of Georgia because the uh, Senate now is openly discussing doing away with a filibuster. If they do that, then this will go into law and we 
are going to definitely have a, a big fight on our hands as far as keeping our voting process legitimate. They didn't, then want to eliminate dark money so large donors will have to be identified. This is so the Democrats say to create a matching system for small donors. So this is what the Democrats say. They say that wealthy people that vote Republican, these billionaires, go out and give millions and millions of dollars in, in dark money that they don't have to be identified for, and they can give larger amounts. And they far give more dollars than the small donor, the everyday person. The flip side to that is, is that if someone has their 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 funds and they want to donate to a party and they want to do it in uh, secrecy where they're not exposed, then that should be allowed to do. For example, we just had a lot of people in the state of Texas be openly identified by wonderful U.S. congressman from San Antonio who started um, naming donors that were giving to President Donald Trump's 2020 re-election campaign and trying to get people to go boycott and riot protest at their places of business. This included restaurants and other places of, of normal business. So you have to know that this is a double-sided sword for the Democrat Party that they want these donors identified who's giving big money primarily to Republicans, right? And then they also want to eliminate it, usually based off of fear here, it seems like to me, so that they won't be identified off of the guise of, well, let's make it fair for the, the middle-class Americans out there, lower-class Americans that want to give a dollar, that they're not outspent by someone with a large, lot of money. And then finally, the Atlantic in September 10th, 2020, by Mr. Tom Nichols, another fraud Republican who says he was a lifelong Republican and then turned thanks to Trump, which is not true. I mean, come on. Uh, Mr. Nichols is a middle-aged man and he doesn't know what party he belongs to by now. I think you could go talk to most 20-year-olds and they know where they're at, especially when they're in their 30s and for sure when they're in their 40s. This is just a guise to try to look like Republicans are turning against each other when this gentleman never was. Anyways, he said the Republican Party is not worth saving. So you can see the, plate, the, the bricks are being put in place to try to move towards having just a one-party system. First off, changing voter laws to where the Democrats gain control federally and then never have to extinguish that control by allowing felons to vote who, by projections, would vote for the Democrat. Eliminating state voter ID law so anyone could show up and vote even though anything else we have to do in life even to fly on a plane or whatnot, you have to show proof of who you are. But when we're vote, we're, are the most important thing we do as a, as a citizen is to go vote. We're not going to require that same kind of uh, checks and balances to make sure people that are showing up are legitimate. And then also the voter automatic registration with intentions of just registering anyone and everyone to vote and not guaranteeing that these are people that should be voting and are, more importantly, legal citizens. And they want to do this by also exposing folks that are giving money, large sums of money to Republicans, as they claim is dark money, so that they will be in fear to give money. 
and also to eliminate their ability to give. So the small donors, which the Democrat Party traditionally has more of, will be able to outraise the Republicans. And even their leader, President Joe Biden, coming out saying that he didn't know if there would be a Republican Party in 2024. So as you can see, with the authoritarian socialist, as we've pointed out on this silencing four-part series, is that they definitely are trying to depress the freedom of expression, stop the freedom of assembly, stop habeas corpus, and to stop multi-party politics. And this is why I say this group leading the Democrat Party is not democratic socialists like they claim. They are authoritarian, authoritarian socialists with a goal of taking control of the federal government through democratic means and then suppressing their will on the American public who will then have no way to change it. This will bring us to the end of the episode. Our nation is being overwhelmed by the socialist progressive movement as shown on this podcast. Now is not the time to sit on the sidelines and allow this destructive movement to succeed. We must get active and do our part to ensure faith, family, freedom, and our nation overcomes the bombardment from the socialist progressive movement. The keys are to get active in your community to ensure this ideology does not gain control in your city council or school boards. Vote against all candidates who align with this movement. And finally, inform and educate your family and neighbors to this destructive movement. I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of War On Podcast. And remember, know the challenge, stay informed, and always vote for freedom.